Hello and welcome to the one and only podcast you need in your life for keeping up with the latest and greatest at Elmwood Park. This is Parkside Chat where you get the 411 on District 401. I'm your host Aaron Sulmer and for this season four episode two, I'm excited to have the district's three deans with me today. From the high school, we have Mr. Dave Perlin and Miss Agnes Stankowitz. And from the middle school, we are joined with Mr. Michael Goodman. Hello, everybody. Hello. Thanks Hello. for having us. Hi. Oh, my pleasure. Let's introduce yourselves a little bit for our listeners out there. Let's talk about you as a person, as an educator. You know, what, what has been your history that has led you to this place in this room, either from this district or outside the district? You know, why don't you just give us a little recap of who you are? I can go first. Okay. So I started my career as an English teacher at Foreman High School, like I said, in the city. And I feel like I took on a lot of different roles in that position. Like I wanted to be involved with community service. I wanted to be involved with coaching. And I found all these like little things I can wrap my fingers around. I think that led me to my first administrator role, which was a dean at that school. And I did a lot of help with like college counseling, financial aid. That led me to become a college counselor at a charter school on the south side. And my principal there was a big inspiration to me and really um, inspired me to go get my master's in, um, like my principal's license, saying that, you know, I have good leadership opportunities. You should pursue, you know, having a bigger role. And from that college counseling role, I finished my, my principal's license. I then continued as an English teacher for a few years. But I knew that uh, the position of dean was special to me because I've had that experience. I like the idea of, you know, helping with school culture, being a part of a a safer school community, helping students not just in the classroom but outside the classroom. And that's what led me to Elmwood Park. Awesome. And how's how's your experience been? It's been awesome. You know, a big transition being out of the classroom, being in a a bigger role and – I would say being behind the scenes for a lot of things that happen in the building and being in the know for a lot of things, but it's, it's been awesome so far. Great. How about you, Dave? Uh, you know, I'm kind of been in Elmwood Park through and through, uh, for the most part, I student taught here in 2001 and then I did three years in private schools and I was on the South side, taught on the South side of Chicago for a few years at St. Rita high school and then came back here, um, and I've been here for the past, uh, this will be my 16th year uh, at Elm Park, and my second year as dean. So I was an English teacher here for quite some time. I did, uh, had, a, had a role as the English department uh, curriculum chair, and uh, this this opened up, uh, you know, last year, not, not knowing that it would have been my first year as dean would be in the midst of a, you know, uh, <laughs> lockdowns and the pandemic year, uh, and uh that, that really didn't quite prepare me for the true essence of what the job is. Uh, and it's been awesome. Uh, it's, it's great. It's, I like to be on my feet and on the move all day. And yeah. this definitely does that. Um, you know, I like, it's so different than being in the classroom because the classroom, I, I guess, you know, you, you pretty much knew uh, what your day to day was going to be uh, with, with some slight variations here and there. Um, and, uh, this job is, is, is really just the polar opposite. Uh, it's kind of just under, you know, understanding and, uh, you know, how to, how to problem solve as they arise. And you just never know what you're going to get, uh, every day that you think is going to be slow ends up being anything, but, uh, I'm sure the two other deans at the table can attest to that too. We have a rule at our school 
between me and uh, Ashley and Steph, our principal and AP, we're not allowed to say in the morning, hey, I just want to take the first two periods to go work on this or go work on that or catch up on this because then something's going to happen and it's going to mess up our entire day, just the karma behind it. So definitely feel that. Absolutely. Or never say it's a slow day until 4 o'clock, right? Mm -hmm. And then when you get 4 o'clock, you could could say that. But uh, usually the minute you do that, uh, something rises. But... Uh, yeah, no, I, I grew up in this community and then, you know, I've been a part of this is this has been pretty much my entire professional life has been at the school and that's uh, been, been awesome and this year has been great. Thanks. How about you, Agnes? Yeah, I started um, my career as a school social worker. So I actually interned over at Ridgewood High School, which is pretty, uh, you know, pretty similar to Almond Park, obviously a, a rival of ours. So I had a great experience there. I really liked the high school population and, um I think there's a lot of overlap with social work and with the dean's office and not having necessarily a set schedule all of the time when crisis arises or, you know, you think it's going to be a slow day. It's quite the opposite. So um, after that, I was down in Lamont where I was a school social worker at a middle school and definitely a different, um, definitely a different kind of student, obviously different age group, you know, that, that Mike works with today, but um, definitely had to wear kind of an administrative hat role as well with doing a lot of mediations with the system principal and, um, you know, special education roles and things like that. So after that, I came up to Elmwood Park High School and I've been the, I was the social worker here, excuse me, for three years. And then um, I became the dean this year. So awesome. it's my fourth year in the school, first year as the dean. Fabulous. Thank you, guys. So let's talk a little bit, and, and Dave in particular, you kind of started touching on this, but like, what is a dean? To our listeners out there, you know, some people might be very familiar with what a dean is. Others might really have no idea. Like, they might have had a high school experience that they never even really talked to their dean. So what is what is your day-to-day look like? I know it's unpredictable, but what are some of the stuff that, that you know, you do on a regular basis? Uh, well, again, I think we'll just start from the you know macro and get to the to, to the micro here. So, uh, first and foremost, it's it's school safety uh, and uh, making sure that the facilities uh, are are safe, are supervised, that there we have structures and procedures in place that students enter the building, exist in the building, and exit the building all very safely. That's very general, I know. Uh, transportation is a big part of that. Um, you know. Uh, making sure students uh, have the ability to get to school and, uh, you know, enter the school safely and follow, you know, safety protocols. And, and that's, that's sort of our, that's our primary. Uh, from there, you know, we get into, uh, you know, expectations of student success uh, and intervening with students uh, to make sure that they're not just their behavior, but uh, how their behavior uh, interacts with their, their sort of academic achievement to make sure that they're successful. So, we, we wear a lot of hats in regards to that. We do a ton of intervening with students to problem solve with their peers, to problem solve with their teachers. Uh, we address mistakes <laughs> that they make uh, on a daily basis. It's sort of our job is to um, is to sort of bring them back onto that right path. Um, you know, hopefully we're, we're successful, uh, you know, more than we're not in that regard. Uh, but, you know, there's, there's so few of us and so many of them. Um, we find that we deal with sort of the most, uh, the largest problems uh, first and then try to make ourselves available to every student who needs us, uh, whether that's for support. A lot of times it's emotional support. Sometimes it is with problem solving. 
on things get a little bit more uh, get more serious uh, by by degree, depending on what the problem is. Um, so we spent a lot of our day uh, dealing with, with with student issues. Uh, whereas again, if you use it as a contrast to, to teaching, I maybe dealt with a student issue you know once or twice a month. <laughs> now it's uh, you know once or twice an hour, right? So that's is it's very very different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we act as a mediators. We act as go-betweens between the principal, the vice principal, and student services department. So uh, there's, there's quite a bit. If you ask for a job, job description, um, I would have to just throw my hands up because I feel like there's it, it, it just grows daily. Mm-hmm. So The other duties is assigned is, is pretty much the, right. the checkbox. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would add kind of liaison of all things, right, and how Dave was kind of explaining, you know, the safety of the building entering, staying, and then and leaving, I think – that staying piece is huge, right? Like the the safety of the building is our, our top priority. And so obviously the physical safety, but then also, you know, the mental and emotional safety of all these kids. And our goal always is how can I get you in the classroom successful, working toward your goals, working toward your academics to get you, you know, on the right path. And so there's obviously in high school, there's a lot of barriers to that and there's conflicts between peers and, you know, with teachers and, and all the things that come with with the teenage angst, so. You and Dave obviously were super close. Do you, how do you handle splitting stuff? Is it just whatever, who's, who's ever available, who's ever closest? I'm, I'm sure you talk like an a, a innumerable amount of times every day. <laughs> <laughs> we are, I'm laughing because I'm trying to think of a, a good job. Right, I'm trying to, th- I'm trying to think of a way to say this that doesn't. Um, Sounds sarcastic. Yeah. Uh, we talk way too much uh, throughout the day, uh, and it's it is it's it's great having a partner that I'm able to, to do that with, and not mind talking to you that much. But uh, we have developed a really good uh, method of if you if you see something that needs to be done, you do it. Uh, I've never or Agnes would never say that's Dave. Dave, that's Dave's responsibility, or Dave will take care of that or something. She just does, uh, and that's wonderful to have a partner uh, like that. Um, you know, if it's, we don't, we are technically broken up by alphabet, but I don't think we've ever, we've ever quoted, uh, you know, Dave's A through L and I'm them through Z type of a thing. <laughs> yeah. It is on the label for sure, but you know, it's on the business card, but that's not how we operate at all. Um, yeah, I think Dave and I are constantly cra- collaborating. Hey, this is what I'm thinking. You know, it's really nice to have a partner to do that with. Um, you know, I, I feel like. It's extremely valuable, especially when you're making, you know, consequential decisions or disciplinary decisions, having that second voice and, you know, what are you thinking about this or that? So, um, yeah, we, we operate as a, a definitely a unit. So when a student comes in and says, oh, no, 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 I need to speak with Mr. Perlin, um, you're going to get the same response from Ms. Nankowitz, you know, and vice versa. So um, definitely kind of being on that same page is, is very valuable. Awesome. Mm-hmm. How about you, Michael, with a middle school perspective? Yeah. So a couple of the big things that I oversee, and I know Dave talked about this, but, you know, school culture, and what I mean by that is, you know, safety, how, how are students speaking with each other and other staff members, how are they handling situations in the hallways, in the bathrooms, on the buses, in the cafeteria. Um, so culture is big to me, and I feel like when we have a good culture in the building that it, you know, Classrooms run better, cafeterias run smoother, the way that we uh, 
act amongst one another is better as well. I also have a heavy hand in attendance, so I track tardies not only to school but in between periods, uh, chronic absences. We do a lot of interventions with that. I oversee entry into the building and exit of the building, just like at the high school. Those are two periods of the day where a lot can happen, and if they're not, there's not oversight um, or if there's not someone there to monitor that, things can get out of hand or, or you know, students can – become knuckleheads, if you will. I work closely with not only our principal and AP, but our social worker and counselor, especially with some of our restorative conversations that we have and having student discussions, whether students are having conflict between themselves or a student is having an issue with themselves or like something at home. I have a lot of parent engagement and, you know, it was kind of spoken about already, but we're jack of all trades. We need to be ready, all hands on da- deck if something happens. It's kind of hard for us to keep, it's hard for me at least to keep a, a schedule. Like this is, I'm going to do this at this time and this at this time because I have to be prepared that if there's a crisis or something happens that, you know, the next couple hours of my day are going to look different and that's okay. Um, so just being prepared for that is big. And I, I just think the role of Dean is, is super important for, for culture and there's a lot of responsibility that comes with that. Great. Thank you. What is, what's the, f- your most favorite part of being a Dean? Like, like what, what is the highlight of your day as a Dean? Like, like I mentioned earlier, you know, when you're a classroom teacher, you, you can have a, a huge responsibility amongst the students that you work with. If you have a club or an extracurricular activity, I feel like I'm getting to know every single student, whether it's because of behavior issues or just getting to know them in the cafeteria, on the buses, in the hallways. So I feel like, you know, I'm a valuable leader in the building and students and staff recognize that. And I'm happy to add value to the building, not just in a specific classroom, if you will, but the way that policies are made, the way that procedures are made and the way that students handle things in the school. Uh, it's it's awesome to be a part of that. Yeah, I think something that I'd like to add is that, um, you know, relationship building is everything in our role. And that's true, obviously, for all educators. But, you know, Dave and I make a point of constantly being in, being seen and being visible. And we're here. We're the first ones here in the morning. Dave, even earlier than, than myself, um, you know, welcoming students. How are you talking to them, talking about what's going on at home and, once you have that rapport and relationship, then when there are, you know, when we have to work through behavioral things, we have to work through choices, we have that kind of established respect. And I think the students realize, you know, we, we do want the best for them. And that's, that's our goal is for them to be successful. We're not, we're not out to get them. We're not out to catch them red-handed. But, you know, they already recognize, hey, this person actually asked me how I'm doing and what's going on at home and, you know, what do I need to succeed? And then, you know, a couple weeks later when something does arise, I can go to them proactively you know, or if we need to address something, okay, they, they have my best interest in mind. Um, so I think that that's, that's really crucial for the role as well. How do you think your background as a social worker has, has influenced uh, you this year? Definitely a, a transitional period, I think, for me to kind of mourn one title a little bit mm-hmm. and, and accept another. Um, although, again, there's a ton of crossover. I think that there's a ton of... Um, background information that's helpful in terms of mental health, in terms of school avoidance, anxiety, depression, obviously mental health issues are nationwide on the rise and it's it's impacting everyone, especially post-pandemic. 
So I think that having those lenses are really important. Um, I think that there are natural consequences to certain decisions, right? Whether your academic slip or a behavioral choice impacts, you know, what happens. But I think that having that social work background is, has been really valuable in terms of how to speak to students, how to approach parents, and just kind of come from a place of, hey, we're all on the same team. We all want the same for these kids. We all want them to succeed. What do we have to do to, to get there? Not the deans of yesteryear where it was you know, handed out. Here's a detention. Right. Don't do it again. Yeah, you mess Bye. with the bull, you get the horns. Uh-huh. Right, those are the old. The uh... I would say counseling social work is necessary rather than, you know, a disciplinarian coming down hard on consequences because, you know, kids are changing as well. It's evolved for 21st century needs of yeah. the students. Yeah, absolutely. I know we've kind of touched on this a little bit, but Michael Agnes, you're you're new this year to the position. Dave, you started in the year of the pandemic. Um, so what's what's been the biggest adjustment, or you know what was what in your brain has been? Ooh, I wasn't quite expecting this, or it's been different than what I was expecting. I'll speak for Dave. Uh, I think bus- <laughs> <laughs> I think busing is his passion and his biggest adjustment this year. Uh, Dave, correct me if I'm wrong there, but I think uh, the amount of influence we have to do with transportation and busing is uh, incredible. I've enjoyed Conway bus uh, bus transportation so far this year, though. Yeah, big shout out to Conway buses <laughs> for all your buses. That's a promotion needs. right there. Do they sponsor the show? <laughs> yes. Yeah, 15% off busing next year. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, just joking, obviously. Uh, there's there's so many hats that we wear, and, um, you know, I just, I, I never realized how much busing would be a part of it, but, you know, we got to get our kids to and from school safely, I think. One of the things that I feel really honored with in the role is the amount of staff that kind of come to Dave and I for support, whether it's from the classroom perspective or kind of the social work lens. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really humbled when we have staff kind of popping in and asking for advice and asking for how to navigate certain things or asking for background on students, not because, um, you know, they're coming from a, a place of nosiness, but coming from a place of how can I best help this kid in my class. I think prior to last year, I, I never really um, understood the level of which students needed the educational system. I mean, for so long, I felt like they were like, oh, I got to get out of here. I need to get out of here. And then when they have the opportunity, when that happened last year, it was just extremely enlightening as to how much we are needed, uh, how much teachers are needed, how much they need each other. Uh, to see students say, you know what, like, I can't believe how much I missed school, like how much I just missed being here. And I, I maybe, maybe in, in the, you know, the hundreds of conversations I've had with students have said like one or two said that they really embraced, <laughs> embraced the remote option and wish they could go back. Besides that, um, you know, our attendance overall has been, I mean, like, record-breaking. I want to say, like, the first week of school, we had, like, we were averaging, like, less than 10 kids. I'm like, they all came, mm. uh, which is, which is, uh, which is awesome. So, um, you know, again, it's, it's, we are hopefully, and I'm a big knock on wood here, uh, you know, them getting them back and being acclimated, just being around a large group of people, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, our, our hallways are, you know, have 900 plus in them, and, it's it's finally we're finally getting to the, where they're, they're that level of comfort and being in those uh, you know that amount of people is is is, is something. So yeah, that would be probably um, you know, sort of the biggest eye opening thing from last year to this. 
I, I think there's a lot to be said about other people. I know personally, having spent a year in an empty building, yeah. Uh, when students were back in the halls and you get to walk the halls with them and navigate it, which, by the way, is is a talent we have as educators. If, if a non-educator tried to walk a hall during passing period, they would have a lot of trouble. <laughs> um, but anyway, that that brought so much joy that I know also would influence the students. Just being in that group, in the passing period, the camaraderie of being around other people. Um, so you're right. It, it is something that, not even for the students, for the for the staff too, it, it was something that um, was was much needed. Is there anything else you guys want to touch on or share or talk about or wisdom you would like to impart? Can't say I do. No. We hit on a lot of things. Yeah, awesome. Fresh out of wisdom. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, to our listeners, thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed your time with us. Stay healthy, be good citizens, and make good choices. I'm your host, Aaron Selmer, and this has been Parkside Chat. Until next time. <laughs>